across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Susie Thorpe. Cambridge 105 Radio. I'm joined by theatre manager at the ADC Theatre and Corpus Playroom, Jamie Rycroft. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning, Susie. <laughs> now, the ADC Theatre and Corpus Playroom is reopening in May. How does that all feel for you and your colleagues, Jamie? It feels a funny combination of excitement and not feeling quite real yet. I feel like I will believe it when we are there and you know on stage putting on a show basically because well you've been you've, you've been through the same year as we have it's been a funny one <laughs> well that's right for, for you especially if we're talking about the ADC theatre you reopened last year didn't you in autumn 2020 so you you sort of know the the drill don't you about what's happening and of course you've got to continue with the socially distanced auditorium how have you learned from last year about autumn reopening and the socially distanced sort of area? What's different this time around? Yeah, I think that being able to reopen briefly in October for a month just before the November lockdown has helped us so much. And I think we know so much about how to do things compared to if we had just been closed for a full year. Um, we're very happy that we know how to socially distance audience members from each other. And what we've also got in the ADC theatre is we have some cameras in the auditorium that live stream our shows. So if anyone's not quite feeling ready to uh, come back to see it live, they can still watch it from home. To be honest, it's mostly the same as how it was back in autumn with a few rules slightly different. And one of the key things that we've now got, which is a little bit different, is we can now reopen the bar so people can get drinks as they go into the auditorium and stuff like that which is which is great because that's something that we've really missed we all like a good bar don't we to go with our we go with them a little bit of a break really interesting you talk about the live streaming as you said this is the first time you've done this yeah we had a few weeks of shows back in autumn that we live streamed a few of them and uh -huh. we're planning to do the same that you could watch watch the show from home it's a different experience, of course, from being in the audience, but it's, you know, it's happening live as you're as you're watching it, basically. I, you know, I really love all the technology, how it's all moved forward. So it, I'm hoping at some stage you're going to think we're going to have a not only a parallel audience, but also a double audience. So you'll have your auditorium filled, but you're actually reaching out to other to more people as well. Yeah, I think it's such an interesting uh, situation at the moment because I think lots of people are very much raring to get back to in-person and live performance. So I think when things hopefully go back to closer to normality around June or July, there'll probably be a drop-off of people watching on computers. But I completely agree with you in how we've actually managed to kind of appeal to more like a national audience, even slightly a worldwide audience of people watching from other countries and stuff. And that for some of our larger shows is something that we want to just carry on doing, kind of streaming our shows and stuff like that. So tell us about your performances now, because suddenly you are back on. This is all go, isn't it? After being very quiet. And, and does it feel really weird to get back into the picture of organising your plays, getting the actors on board, getting the playwrights on board? How does it, how does it feel? It's a very strange one, because essentially, as a student theatre, we have a very active community of people wanting to put on and interested in putting stuff on. And what we've been doing is basically programming shows, not being 100% sure if we'll do them, but just having them on the back burner. So once we kind of had, 
the go ahead that we knew we could reopen in May, we could just confirm with those things. So right now the students, despite not actually being back yet in Cambridge, they can't come back for a few weeks. Um, they're just working, they're rehearsing online and they're kind of bringing it all together that way. Um, so we've been far less busy than usual because myself included have been kind of furloughed the last few months. But as of like this week, we're back full time. And yeah, it definitely feels like there's lots to do, but it's what we're used to in a way, all the stuff that you've got to do to prepare yeah. basically. And the, the theatre itself, the ADC Theatre and the Corpus Playroom, now it's got such an amazing history, hasn't it, to it? Starting point for Britain's most famous creatives. Do you find, has it ever come about where some of the old school, have they revisited the theatre? In my time, I haven't got too many stories of of incredibly famous people but you do hear them I seem to always never be in either the theatre <laughs> or anywhere in Cambridge whenever Syria McKellen visits because apparently he appears and I'm not at work that day <laughs> but there's definitely yeah I mean you've, you've, you've touched on it but because of the kind of part being so much at the heart of the University of Cambridge's drama scene there's so many amazing people and stories that have, have done things there but what's great I think is that it's not just um, really old stories as great as those are but really recent situations as well so golden globe awards um emma corrin won for the crown playing princess diana and that's someone i remember while i've been working at the adc coming up as a student and doing shows at the theater so pretty much shortly after she graduated she went straight into kind of tv career so it's incredible to see that kind of stuff basically so tell us a little bit about yourself jamie you are a theater manager where have you come from why are you where you are now the interesting thing about um, the ADC is that it's very much a learning space for the students putting things on uh, are often new to, to acting or directing and stuff. And that's also slightly the case with the management team. We're all relatively young and quite a lot of people are recent graduates. So in my case, I graduated about five years ago. And while I was a student, I was involved with plays and shows in places like the Corpus Playroom. and have basically, yeah, have basically gone into different positions that have kind of been helping to support student drama and now, right now I'm in the management position, but I can't have that position for more than like three years. So I'm gone within a year's time, which I think is actually part of the appeal of the place basically that it does keep, you know, it keeps it reasonably fresh and it keeps that kind of support that I think is, is fantastic. The plays itself, tell us about the plays that are coming up because that is very, very important, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, so, because every night that we have in term has two shows at the ADC and, and one show at the Corpus Playroom, I would spend a lot of time if I was trying to list all of them. So the key thing to say is you can see them on the website on adctheatre.com and it's a combination of, of theatre, comedy shows and musicals. So at somewhere like the ADC, we've got quite high, uh, kind of high profile, large shows. So you've got something like the play Consent by Nina Rain, which I think began at the kind of Royal Court. So kind of recent contemporary play kind of drama, uh, legal drama. And then we have something like Little Shop of Horrors. So classic, very silly musical, loads of fun, just to have a kind of in summer. And then over at the Corpus Playroom, we had a really interesting challenge because our auditorium was so radically reduced by social distancing. So we went down from 80 seats to 20. And when you put on a play, 
you have to usually pay for performance rights if it's copyrighted. And we just reached a point where we knew that we couldn't afford any show that was written by someone famous. But what we kind of took from that is we decided that every show we put on at the Playroom would be student written. So it's been a really exciting opportunity that everything there is, and again, because the stage is so small, they're mostly monologues and kind of two person shows. So it's really exciting plays. I feel like the lockdown has created a lot of productivity. Everyone's taken up a thing. And I think a lot of students interested in theatre have come out the other side, like I've, I've written a play or something. And there's been some great stuff. And I think hopefully, you know, we've now got this stage and platform to present some of the really exciting uh, creative energy that's been created. Bringing students in that didn't think they would have the opportunity to do this are competing with more well-known plays suddenly have the opportunities. I read somewhere that you've got, you've been assisted through with financial support from the government's culture recovery fund, and you've been allowing, well, you've had productions like the Shakespeare's As You Like, and it's been performed at the Fitzwilliam Museum. Is that new as well? Yeah, that's all pretty much just being announcing now. So again, we've, you know, been on the back burner and it's a it's a combination. All of this and being able to, to operate at such a reduced capacity has been either a point of loss leader or, or barely breaking even. And we've only been able to do so through existing reserves and, and we're part of the university. So we're trying to get their support there. And we recently got government support that helps us to do this summer season. Um, and things like customer donations as well has been incredibly helpful. This idea, this thing with um, As You Like It, being staged outside the Fitzwilliam Museum, it began because there was a point at which we weren't sure whether maybe we'd have to stage shows outdoors rather than indoors. So we kind of came up with this opportunity to work with the Fitzwilliam Museum, which is another part of the university. And now that we have the funding, and even though we're reopening the ADC in the playroom, we're still going to do this show, hopefully right in the middle of summer, something really fun and enjoyable for pretty much all ages, kind of right in that kind of middle of June, basically. And from an audience point of view, Jamie, how can you reassure audiences that you're doing a very socially distanced auditorium? What, what's the plan for your auditorium when you reopen? So the key thing is that what we're following is uh, the guidelines that exist for theatres across the country. So that is what is known as one metre plus social distancing. So if you're going into the auditorium, you have to wear a face covering and then your household is distance at least one meter apart from everyone else this is kind of what we were doing in autumn and we're pretty happy that we know how that is done and then obviously beyond all that there's everything related to uh, kind of increased cleaning and sanitation and everything that we were doing when we previously reopened and obviously it's not the funny thing about theater is it's not only just the audience experience but obviously there are real people on stage as well so we've had to ensure as well that the performers themselves are always two meters or one meter socially distanced from each other so i think yeah the main reassurance and you can see it on our website you can see all the measures that we're taking and they're the same as you'll see in any other theater in, in the country Good luck with that, Jamie, for all of you and all your colleagues. Thank you very much indeed for talking to us today. That's no problem at all.